whiny shithead today. It's fucking cold, man. Ooh, I've got her. I'm whiny. Whatever. I have her, I have my heater from the duck blind down here in my office. <laughs> because we live on a hill, as you have so Well, we live nicely. on a north-facing slope. It's a northeast-facing slope. Not a mountain, but it's a hill. And it's a small hill, yes. It just got real cold the last couple of days. Yeah. <laughs> we're, on the cold, we're on the coldest side of the mountain, too. Well. Of the slope. So there's that, Kelly. Are you sure you want to get married? Me? Yeah. Nah. I'm starting to... You starting to have doubts? Have some doubts. Yeah. That's good. Just like the level of pussiness that comes out of you. I'm like, do I really want to marry that? Oh, really? Are you going to do that right now? Are you going to do that right now while I'm having an existential crisis? Are you going to start talking shit? You're having an existential crisis by yeah. being cold in your office? No. I don't give a fuck about that. That's, That's nice. My legs, are, my legs are warm now. I have, like a little, <laughs> I have a little fire going on here. This thing works great, by the way. I'm it's so going to keep us so warm when it's... I can't wait to drag Kelly into the duck blind at three o'clock in the morning when it's negative three degrees. The water's warm though. You're going to want to set decoys because you want to be in the water because the water's warmer. I can't walk in the water. I almost fall over every time. Yeah. Well, you, you got to figure that out. (laughs) You stood in the same place for too long and your feet got stuck. I sunk in the mud and then I was like, um, I can't move. So (laughs) turn over. It's your splashing. Well, okay. So I, I have a fear of water that I can't see through, right? So I like going to places where you can see, like the water is clear blue and you can see the bottom of the floor. Yeah, you want to go duck hunting. Like when we were in Kauai. In Turks and Caicos. Yeah. (laughs) And so I didn't tell Connor that I was having minor panic attacks the whole morning while we were walking What is it that bothers you? I don't know what's going to come get me if I can't see in the water. There's some crazy giant tarantula dinosaur thing that's going to grab my leg and climb up me and then eat me. down there? Godzilla. Godzilla's down there? (laughs) It's going to get you? What do you think there's there's like some some crazy breed of crocodile that lives in in Colorado that survives under frozen water? Yes. Okay. I don't know. It's just, I don't like not being able to see. And then we're walking. It's like four o'clock in the morning when we get there and we're walking through all the brush to get to the water and I can't see anything. I bought you a headlamp today, by the way. Oh, thank you so much. I have like an iPhone flashlight on my boobs lighting my way. (laughs) And it's just, I don't know. It's, I don't like darkness and not being able to see in that way. And then I was in the water. And then I got stuck and I was having like severe trauma. (laughs) I was just like, oh my God, this is how I die. This is how I die. (laughs) Do you really think I'm not that far, but I was just like, I really don't like this. But I try not to complain with you. You were standing in the same spot. You got to keep moving around. I know. And that's also that mud is really sticky where we were at. It is. It was very sticky. You know, it's funny too. I noticed because I want you to think I'm like cool and fun. And so I find myself not complaining about things that I normally would. But I think it's actually good that I'm almost pretending because then it shows me that I'm okay. Yeah, that's, that's probably helpful. But also you got to remember that like before too long, you won't have to deal with mud. You'll just have to walk over the icy ice all the time. And fall. <laughs> no, that's not, you don't fall. That. It's not that slippery. Real ice is not that. It's not like uh, the ice that freezes outside your door on the concrete. It's like rough and windblown and snowy and oh. it's a little bit easier to walk across. It's nice. It's nice though, because you have to go. Don't have to like wade through all these little sloughs to get to where you're going. Yeah. Just walk right over and freeze your ass off. Um, and you got to take a stick and break through all the ice and make a little hole. So be good times for those of you who haven't seen my stories. The last couple times we've gone out, Connor creates a little home for himself with the duck blind, and I swear to God, the amount of attention to detail and like energy you put into putting 
grass and sticks on this blind to make it look good. It's called brushing it in. Brushing it in. I'm sitting there thinking, what the fuck? Like, I thought he just didn't have this ability. And he does, but only when he's hunting. He can't do this shit in the house. He'll walk by the full trash can 700 times, which I can't complain about the trash because I forgot to take the trash out when the girls were here for my bachelorette. And now we have fucking maggots in the garage. And it's just so gross. My B. But... You do that kind of shit, but then we go out and it's three o'clock in the morning and you're brushing it in like a damn champ. And you're like, oh, add another stick here. Oh, that needs some more over there. And I'm like, where is this when I need help in the house, like putting shit where it needs to go? You leave your clothes on the bed for five days. Yeah, because there's, I do, I, I give attention to, to detail where there is utility. You want to tell everyone about your, your the way you leave your clothes out? On purpose, just to piss me off. <laughs> yeah, just leave, but you like put them on the bed, and then I, just, I don't know that they're there. And then you, you then told you me put them on the bed so I know they're there, and then I'll put them away. Yeah, but I don't go in our so bedroom all the time. So I started doing that. You walked through like eight times no, back and forth from your office. I, I know. I you woke, see that. I woke up in the morning being like, "Why are there clothes in that blankets?" Yeah, because you didn't even look. <laughs> it's like you're there. fucking blind when you want to be. I don't understand. Kelly, I'm focused. Do you understand the the pressure that I'm under being an opinion commentator with 12,000 followers on Instagram? <laughs> oh, my life is so hard. I'm so pussy Especially, especially, I'm just kidding. But I mean, I'm basically Rachel Maddow. Um, oh, God. I mean, that is dreamy. I kind of had a crush on her when COVID first started. When you thought that she wasn't was full like, of shit? I'm like, she's kind of a like hot lesbian. And then she started just preaching the devil's word and i was like um you're not hot anymore she's the worst you're not welcome to sit on my face goodbye <laughs> connor almost spit out its coffee <laughs> that's funny no she sucks the people refer to shreds in like independent media it's pretty funny because she just they like all lies suck. i don't even it's just lies whatever you know who's got it together sean hannity <laughs> 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 we, lost, we lost the arbor, arbiter of truth and Rush Limbaugh last year. Oh my god! <laughs> so but yeah, bad. no, the duck, the duck hunting thing is even doing great. Just, it's just like one of those things where you just kind of have to. I just like making you do hard stuff. I think it's funny. And you stuff always like out of compliment for you. me too. You're like, you're doing so great. Like you're such a trooper. And that makes me feel really good. Well, it's harder. It's harder too whenever things are like. Because it's hunting and you don't, you don't understand. This is one thing that's really funny with that kind of stuff is like, you have been conditioned to think that it is what we, like how you learned, which you learned with like training wheels on. And you got to understand that like, you may have to sit there for like three hours and just like keep yourself company. Yeah. I really don't like doing that. I get <laughs> but you're bored. out there with me and the dogs. It's like, you're I hanging know. out. It's fine. I don't like when other people go with us. If I'm just being totally honest. I don't understand that. Because you don't pay attention to me. Well, you don't say anything. You, you don't even. I have nothing to offer was, the conversation. Okay. You guys are talking about shit. I don't even understand. Then hijack the conversation. Like you know how to do. No. Um. That's so it was so funny. The two we had two big groups of ducks come in. Teal. Are you gonna throw me under the bus? I'm right throwing now? you under the bus. God damn it! And we were all and we had we had two big ones come in and Kelly's on the far right, which we thought they were gonna come. The wind was blowing in a way that we thought she was gonna get the first shot, but that wasn't working out. The wind stopped blowing. So you were actually in the end of the line on both of these. But I remember we all shot ducks to look over like, did you shoot? And she was like, no. Well, it's like, like, why shoot. would I shoot when three people are shooting who are all hunters and I'm ducks. nobody? There's, we're not going to shoot all of them. You got to get in there. I just was like, this seems dumb. Why? I don't know. Whenever, babe, when we go pheasant hunting, there's like four you people also shooting don't, at one bird. You also weren't helping me. I'm, I'm at a point where I still am reliant on you to tell me what to do. And the one time I took it upon myself to do what I'm supposed to do, I, almost, I got almost, screamed at. I almost, thought you called off the you wedding. The, I almost drowned you yeah. in, the, in the lake. 
we had like 16 ducks waiting for us and we walk out and we split off and I'm on the right and Connor's on the left. And earlier that day, he had like yelled at me. I didn't, you keep saying that I yelled at you. I did you not did. yell at you. Yes, no, you didn't. did. You raised your voice. I yelled at you because I was like a hundred yards away. And I'm like, were you just standing there the whole time? Yeah. And we I had said a duck, no. We had, we had one coming over your head. But yeah. So, and also context, which I, none of you want to hear about duck hunting, but fuck you. You're listening this is to the show. part of our relationship. So. Fuck you, <laughs> <laughs> fuck you audience. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Love you. During the season we were just in is teal. So you can only shoot one kind of duck. And so we're trying to figure out like which ones, and it's hard to tell from under them and blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, I don't know if I can shoot this duck. It's right over my head. I totally could have, but I didn't know. And he was away. And so it was a whole thing. So he yelled at me early in the morning. And then I was like, okay, later on, whatever he yelled to me later on, there were 16 ducks. And I was like, okay, as soon as they pop off the water, I'm going to shoot. Cause I'm going to take initiative this time. Cause I got yelled at. And then that was the one time I wasn't supposed to do that. I was supposed to wait. And apparently I just fucking blacked out and became like a psycho killer because I didn't hear Connor say, wait, no, stop. All I saw was red. And I was like, birds must kill. And I was like, boom, boom. And they just fucking went everywhere and they left and we didn't shoot one and i thought connor was straight up gonna murder me if we well, were gonna be like to live and die in colorado well no so like <laughs> the thing was we, we we were on this on this piece of water i hadn't hunted before and then we had yeah they all were kind of roosted up in there there was a bunch of them so we just went and jumped them is what it's called we like kind of walked towards and wait for them to come up which usually when you do that it's not that many ducks but the thing was they were like they came out and they were flying like one little group came out went the other way and then all the other ones were flying right towards us so like I was like, wait, stop. I was like coming right at us. Stop. And she shoots and I was like, no, wait. Because <laughs> they kept coming. I shot again. I was like, what you, they were way too far away. To I mean, I probably could have shot one out of that group. Yeah, yeah. But it was like, Not I was, was going to let them get right in my lap and shoot three of them. You know, I was like, we had, we had a rough day. They weren't flying much that day. They were yeah. real stale. They weren't wanting to play. And um, <sighs> it was kind of boring. So I was like, that was like the one chance to be like, oh, yeah, that was cool. And then it was like, I was in my mind. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is going to be a good day now. Like, I'm going to shoot a couple birds and Kelly's going to shoot some. It'll be great. And then Kelly just shot them from like a million miles away. <laughs> <laughs> they just flew away. I, like, I ended up shooting at one, but it was like, it was, I was like, what in the fuck are you doing? It was you so got funny. Such a fight and I threw a tantrum like a child and my feelings were so hurt and I was like I'm trying my hardest I don't know I'm so overwhelmed I'm so scared it's just none of this is innate for me it's It's really good for our relationship though are you being serious or funny why because it's like just a different thing it's a different way for us to fight it's like a whole (laughs) (laughs) like no instead of fighting about you not doing the laundry or taking the trash out now we fight about duck if we so we've played volleyball together right we played volleyball together. If you want to call it that, yeah. Yeah, but we played with like in with no stakes, really. Correct. We played in like a, what is it a tournament that one time at the beach? It was like a it was like a friendly tournament. It was like July fourth, wasn't it, or some shit? Yeah, and it was Keith and those guys. Yeah, and Jill. And Jill and, and, yeah, but you didn't really want to play because you were like, I get weird around yeah, volleyball. Exactly. Yeah. So it's the same thing. If I like was we were playing volleyball. And I fucked, fucking blew it. I wouldn't care. Doing something stupid. And there were actual stakes involved. What stakes could and there was, possibly be? Like, we're old and like washed yeah. up. It's a thought experiment, Kelly. Okay, well. We're work. old and washed up. Yeah. <laughs> if there were stakes involved. It's more like if you fucked up with Soulfire. That's a better comparison. No, because. that I actually care that's about. That's actually work. I mean, I don't know. It's just one of those things where it's like. I'm invested in a thing. You know, I get it. I get it. You just straight up blew it, even though I told you not to do what you exactly I know, what but you I did. didn't hear. It's like I <laughs> literally blacked out. I don't know what happened. It was like I left and then came to, and I was like, what just happened? <laughs> it was so bizarre. Yeah. 
But it's fun, and the dogs have a great time. And Theo, oh, he he turns into it. a he turns turns into a grown ass man out there. He does. He just sits at the bank. He and won't just even sit with mommy. He, he doesn't. Sits he wants. He, he doesn't want. He doesn't want affection. He doesn't want shit. He wants ducks. Yes. He's like, and when they are, aren't flying, he gets so annoyed. He gets annoyed. He gets frustrated with us too. Yeah. He's like, where are they at? Yeah. Why are they here? Figure it out. Let's go. It's so funny. I love him so much. He's such a God, he's such I a love goob. Them. He's so, such a goober. Connor Moore. Yes. We are getting married in 16 days. Allegedly. Allegedly. How do you feel about it? I don't think about it that much at all. It's more of a nuisance to me. I have to like go around and like get suits and just think about all this stuff. and Think about what? You even do, do shit. <sighs> yeah, it's still more than what I wanted to think about. But it'll be fun. I'm excited to see everybody. I don't know. I don't think that about it that much. That sounds terrible. I hope you heard what you just said. Everyone <laughs> listening to this is like, wow, that guy's a douchebag. You sound awful. No, I'm just That's to be so honest. Rude. I don't think about it. This is a nuisance? This. It's a nuisance, yeah. Jesus Christ, Connor. <laughs> You're a nuisance. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm preoccupied. <laughs> it's going to be fun, babe. We're going to have a great time. I'm excited for it. I'm excited for vows. I'm excited to get all dressed up. I'm excited he had a things. panic attack the other night about having to do his vows in front of everyone. He like curled into a little ball and started whining like a child. I no, like, I was I not. I just got so nervous. Oh, oh, this is so scary. It's not, it is scary. But the being married isn't scary. It's just oh, a thing. Tell me about that. Why is that? I don't know. It's just a lot to be up and get all these people. No, no, no. Like, Why isn't being married scary to you? I thought you were going to have a panic attack by now. I'm not going to lie. I don't know. What is different? I don't know. I wear a ring now, which is yeah. going to be, that's going to be kind of a nuisance. And I am your it. wife. <laughs> My wife. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just a different, like, I don't know the way to like, it's just, a, it's just different. I guess but it's not that much. The marriage thing doesn't seem that much different. The wedding thing makes me nervous. Yeah. So I don't want to fuck it up. And you know, I have performance anxiety. We know around that, not <laughs> much of anything else, but that mm. I do. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I really thought though. So I've been having a hard time. And my experience that I'm having is what I thought you were going to experiencing, which I think is hilarious. I really yeah, thought like you were going to you were going to come to me and like have some commitment issue or be like, I don't know if this is a good idea. Why are we doing? I really was preparing myself for you to have some sort of meltdown or maybe a couple mini ones, and have to like talk you through it. And I'm the one that's been having meltdowns, having to talk myself through it, talk to you about, about it, talk to issues? my friends. No, not commitment issues. Just like, so here's my experience which I told you the other day and you were, you received it so well. Thank you. But I said, I feel like I'm dying. I feel like part of me is dying because I'm never going to be Kelly Tennant again. And I don't even know why I like want to cry right now. It's so silly. It's just like, I feel like I'm going through somewhat of an identity crisis. I think part of it, like you're not changing your name, right? Like you stay Connor Moore. I'm going to be Kelly Moore. And I'm really I excited. Also didn't, I didn't, I didn't uh, have any, any thoughts on name changes that has zero to do with me. Yeah, no, no, no. This is all I, I want to do it. I am very traditional in that way. And I'm really excited to be Kelly Moore. It sounds so good. <laughs> um, but for my whole life, people never called me Kelly. I've always been Kelly Tennant. There's always been like, like I'm some famous entity. And I think when you grow up in a small town and you're really good at a thing and people know who you are and you're recruited at a high level, it, you just become this. It's like you're bigger than who you are to mm -hmm. a lot of people. And so my whole life I've been Kelly Tennant and my identity is so wrapped in that. And I'm having a really hard time letting go of that because I'm like, if I'm not Kelly Tennant, then who am I? I don't know myself as Kelly Moore, even though I think I do. But at this moment, that's kind of what the game is playing out mm -hmm. in my head. And 
I anticipated that when we got pregnant or when we, when I give birth that I would be going through some sort of identity crisis because you become a mother and like, wow, what a shift. I just didn't think that it was going to happen around this. And I've, I've had fears of like, are we doing the right thing? And like, what if it doesn't work? And what if we do get divorced one day and like all these different things. And so it's just been, it's been kind of a mind fuck. And I have had so much anxiety. I've also been so stressed about the actual wedding, just the details, not the wedding itself, but you know, I've been planning this with our planner and you've been so helpful just for everyone listening. He, he has been so helpful, um, helped me figure out all the big things for sure. But it's like all the little details and I want it to be perfect. And then, you know, the girl in me comes out where I'm like, well, this wedding is a reflection of me. And if something goes wrong, people are going to think I'm a hack or I'm not good at doing something. And so then I wasn't eating for a few weeks and I lost a ton of weight and then I wasn't working out and like my stomach was in knots and, and I wasn't sleeping. And then the girls came for my bachelorette this weekend and it was the most magical experience of my life. And it's like all my fears melted away because I was able to kind of verbalize to them in person what I had been feeling and they just validated it. And they were like, of course you're going through this like identity shift. Of course there's going to be stress. And you even called me out. We got in an argument when I said like, I'm stressed about this, I'm stressed about that. And you're like, why are you fucking micromanaging this? Why, why is this not fun? Like, what are you doing? And even though I was really annoyed at you, I was like, wow, he's so right. Like I needed someone to give me that perspective. Cause I realized I was creating this chaos and this anxiety for myself. Yeah. You were stressing about things that were like, not even so it, minute. It was even hard to even empathize. I'm like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> like it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Well, and then I was using you as my scapegoat and I was like, well, I'm trying to make this good for you. And you're like, no, you're not. You're making this the way you want it to be. And I was like, Oh gut punch, but also so accurate. Yeah. You know, that was weird. I was, when you said that, I was like, the fuck you are. Yeah. I, I mean, of course I me. want you to like love all the yeah, things. And there are certain things you don't know about that are happening because you just haven't been involved and, and they're not like big deals, but there's certain things that, you know, the layout or the flow of the day or how things, and this is going to be here and that's there. And I'm excited for you to see it because mm-hmm. you don't care about that kind of stuff, like actually planning it. So I'm excited to like see your face when like these things happen and I want you to really be happy and like it. But I was like, what all of my deeply rooted issues and insecurities have been coming up (laughs) in this process. And it's just been really interesting and a really great learning experience to let go of people pleasing and let go of micromanaging and Mm -hmm. understanding that I create my reality, right? So if I want a stressful, anxiety-ridden wedding, well, I get to have that. But if I want something that is of flow and ease and play, which was my whole intention from day one, then I get to create that too. And so I feel like I stepped back into the flow and the fun since the girls got here and it's been really nice. Um, But yeah, it's just been, it's been really interesting in the identity shift and the fear around that. Yeah, it makes sense. You're doing a good job, though. Everything's been super. I mean, it's, there's been moments of that, but it's not like that's been the predominant. Experience. No, no, not at all. What? Why that's are you it. At me? Do you have no other thoughts? No. How many thoughts? What do you expect me to have thoughts about? I don't know. I mean, we have a show together, so I was hoping <laughs> you would maybe respond with some things. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Would you, you put me in the situation so funny because I'm like... You have nothing to say. I don't know. I got a million other things that I'm thinking about. And I'm like, it'll be, I'll be thinking about it a lot on the drive down there. Yes. Which is probably where my vows will come from. 
I know. Well, that's the other thing. We haven't written our vows. And well, how, how far in advance do you need to write those? You, I mean, it doesn't matter. Everyone's different, right? I told the girls, I don't want to write them until the week of. Yeah, that's what um, I'm thinking. I'm probably just going to peel off on myself and write yeah, them while we're there. Yeah, that's I'm what probably my at Lucky was. Arrow. I'll probably write them out there or somewhere. I have not wanted to write them because even thinking about writing them makes me want to cry. So I just haven't wanted to do it. You need to keep your shit together. My wedding planner said that she's going to give me a mint right before I walk down the aisle because apparently that keeps you from crying. One of her brides told her that one time and she's done it ever since. And she's like, it works like a fucking charm. I'm like, I'm going to need a whole box of mints in my mouth. I'm going to be like a chipmunk walking down just full cheeks of mint. I'm excited for it. That's be really fun. I mean, she's excited to see everybody mm-hmm. and get that many people together from all different parts of my life. I know. And our families have never met. My no. dad and brother haven't met your family. My no. godmother is coming as well. Oh, that's right. My Nina Lisa. Yeah. You love her. She's great. She's, she's such a sweetheart. I've never met anyone who doesn't worship her. <laughs> she's the best. She's such a sweet lady. Um, but yeah, I think it'd be cool. I'm going to be fun to be in Austin for that long too. It's going to be stressful to be that be gone for that long, but. I mean, we'll be doing things, so it'll be good. We'll be doing things. We'll be plenty distracted. Much distraction. We have our fertility appointment next week. Yeah, babies. We're doing everything at the same time. Of course we are. Why do we do that? Because you're annoying and that's why you want to do things. I mean, not really though. We found the house the day you proposed. I didn't know that was happening. That wasn't planned. You found the house. I did because I'm awesome. You knew you were proposing. Mm -hmm. This one's on you, bro. then, Then the day after we got engaged, you said, we're getting married in October. That wasn't my choice either. I was trying to push it off in a year and a half. <laughs> yeah, which is annoying. Why would you do that? Okay, because I want to be hot. The world's not even going to be existing in a year and a half. I know. Oh my God. Yeah. It'd be the former United States of America. So we got to deal with that. I don't so deal. there's that. Trying to get, I don't want to try to get married during the Civil War, you know? We'd have to elope. Or, we'll have to, or we, might, we might be all Chinese by then. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? It's going to be the People's Republic of America? God. With President Xi? No? Do you want to talk about politics? Since no. you don't want to talk about the wedding, I guess that's where we're going to go to. I'm just telling you why now. I think it's important. You guys, we have a fucking show called OK Babe that we're supposed to host together. And I asked him anything relationship related and he's like, meh. And then we just end up talking about politics. We did not talk about politics. We're talking about, you a, are right we're now. talking about a, a, a hypothetical future in which it would be really complicated to get married. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's not rude. That's rude. You're being rude again. You're so rude. <laughs> Anyways, um, what were we talking about before that? Doing everything at one time. Yeah. It just feels like that's but what you're the we one do. That, you're the one that your biological clock is ticking, so we got to figure shit out. You're like old as fuck. How old are you now? 38? 40? What? What? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> you're the one that we need to have kids, do we? That's what we're doing here. So what the fuck is the problem? Get that thing inside of you. I don't I'm, know. I'm trying. Yeah. Well, that's great. Good stuff. I'm excited for it. So let's just like I don't know why we would not, why we we spread shit out why why just do it why would we spread shit out well it's yeah. the same when we moved to Colorado we moved here the week after ceremony wellness live yeah okay things move fast what's the fucking problem <laughs> I don't understand does it need to be some kind of deeper meaning to why things happen in clusters like that no I was just asking because we get bored quick we do we'll probably get divorced at the same time our kids are going to college it'll be a lot of stuff going on Connor. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing we have a prenup. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Who knows? Life's crazy, you know? Cool. Okay, well, I guess that's all we have. No, shut up.
We have more. What else do we have to talk about? I don't know. I've tried and almost you're died. non-responsive. What? What do you? Why'd you almost die? No, I'm not talking about that. Why not? I'm mad at you now. Tell everybody. No. <laughs> He's falling into space. Slowly moving away. No, yeah, I got myself in a pretty sticky situation. Mm-hmm. Had to reevaluate some life choices. Which were? Just, uh, I just got a little, um, I just took a, a, not a good route off a mountain. And it was scary, kind of. He it was cried. pretty sketch. I was on the phone with him and he was crying. Now, why would you say that publicly? I don't need, we didn't need to have that conversation. I because was kind of crying because I was, I was like, okay. You were I'm crying like, multiple times coming down this. Once. And you recorded a voice memo on your phone and you text me while I'm with my friends in my bachelorette saying, hey, I got myself into a pretty sketchy situation. I just wanted you to know I recorded a voice note for you on my phone in case anything happens. That is the text I got. <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah, I'll just be calm and chill. I call him. He's like, I'm like, what are you, what's going on? Thank God you had service. Yeah, I had a couple bars. I did not when I first texted you, but it got, it got better. And you're like coming down this mountain and you're, I'm like, what's going on? Like, I couldn't do anything. I'm hours away from you. It's not like I could just like come help you. The girls were like, should we go get him? And I'm like, we can't go get him. Like, that's not how this works. And they all love you so much. They were so worried. And you're on the phone crying with me. You you acted like I was fucking sobbing. Like I was like sobbing, but I was was like pretty emotional because I was like, fuck, this sucks. And I was like, and you were scared. It was dark and it was steep and I was like having to figure some shit out. Yeah. I mean, it's doable in the day, in the light, it wouldn't have been that bad looking well, back at it course. now. Well, of course. But there was a point where I like, I had to kind of get off this rock and I slipped on this because it was like very little to grab onto and like fell and landed on my pack. And it was just a bit, it was like, it was like, okay, that could have been like really bad, you know? So just, there was like a lot, it was just, a, it was a lot. And I'd put in like, it goes on like mile 12 for the day at that time. And the map didn't look that steep. It didn't look crazy, but the way that the topography was, it, you couldn't really the map was right, but it was like the way it had, the way the did the decrease in elevation happened was in phases of like cliff faces, <laughs> not just like you know it'd be like a bench and a cliff face. It was it was so it was like a you know it was one of those things. I'm in a new area and I'm like I'll just hop down there because I wanted to. I was trying to see as much country as I could and I put a lot of miles in that day. But I was like, oh, let me just get out of here. And I, I didn't really want to set up camp out there, so I was like, I'll, just, I'll uh, go to the truck and sleep in the rooftop tent. I'll drive somewhere tonight and just keep cruising. See if I can get some elk to start talking at night. Cause sometimes at night they'll be a little more vocal. Yeah. So I was like, I'm just going to keep cruising around and see. Cause it's at the point, I mean, the elk season ended yesterday. So I was really frustrated, had a really rough time. It was like a lot of things happen at one time, but it was like, it was scary. It was like, you know, if you, if one rock slips that you're standing on at the wrong time and you like take a tumble, like who knows what could happen. Right. Yeah. But I made sure I had my, you know, SOS device right there and it was good. It was fine, but it was just like, it was a lot. So people, that's how people die. Yes, exactly. You know, and, you, and I don't need to be naive about that. Like it's, it's a, it's a real thing that happens. So when this was going on, like the whole night stopped here, I had six of my best. Which I felt f- terrible about. No, it's way. fine. Like things happen, but six of my best friends here, everything stops. Cause we're all like in waiting for Connor to get down this mountain and text me and tell me that he's made it to his car. And this was probably only, it was only about an hour, hour and a half total. Uh, from the moment you text me till I got to the trail till you got to the, yeah, yeah. that was like, so I was like, like a, long a half time. a mile. No, I was like a mile. I was 1.1 miles from the trail when I ride followed you. Yeah. So it wasn't like, you know, a five bit. hour experience for me. It, it was. was right. But it was <laughs> by the time you got home. Yeah. But as I was talking to the girls, I said, you know, I think the thing about Connor is that Connor has lived his life rather free wanderer recklessly 
because you've never really had a lot to lose. And I feel like you are at a point now where you realize you actually have a lot to lose and you really love your life and you are in a really amazing place and things are good. And it caused you to question yourself and your decisions, I think, in a way you had never before. Yeah, absolutely. Which was good. I mean, now that I'm, since I made it out alive, it was good. Yeah, I'm glad you like us. But I was like, fuck, dude, you gotta like, quit being stupid. Yeah. You know, I mean, not that it was a dumb choice, right? It's like there was, I can tell you the moment where it got stupid. Where I was like coming across and I was like, I should have looked down and been like, no, like suck it, suck a bag of dicks and go back the other way. Mm-hmm. Camp right. You know, it was, a, like, it was like a flat spot there where that would look safe. I was like, I can just camp here, hike back up and camp up there. I mean, I had time. It wasn't like I was in a hurry. Yeah. To me, I was in a hurry because I wanted to go. I wanted to see another spot. And I was like, I might just come back in, hike back in here. I was like willing to do, I was going to do like four days of just like putting in fucking miles trying to find just like bump into an elk. Because at the point you're like. These seasons winding down. They're not going to be talking. They're not making any noise. They're not going to make it easy for me. I've got to just like keep putting my fucking boots on the ground until I just run into one somewhere. Mm-hmm. That's like my only chance. And I was fucking committed. That hike down like ruined the end of my season for sure. Yeah. I was done after that. Yeah. You're like, I was emotionally, toast. I was emotionally, like I was already pretty emotionally spent anyways. Um, just because of how much pressure I put on myself to do a thing. But then that, and then of course that leads to like bad decision making, you know, which doesn't seem, and looking at the map, it's like, I've taken hills that were that, that literally are that steep. That was longer. It was like a 2000 feet elevation change down. Um, cause I'd come up 3000 feet that day. So I've taken that, like what that, like hills that looked that steep, not, not for 2000 feet, maybe 800, you know? So I've like, Oh, it'll just be shitty. I'll just be like kind of side hill on my way down. But like, that's not a big deal. You know, as long as there's not a lot of deadfall or something like that. But just the way it was, like looking back now, you couldn't see it on the map, but the way it was, it was, was pretty sketch. Yeah. And I look, I've since looked at it on like a Google Earth map and stuff. I'm like, mm. oh yeah, that was, that looks way different. It looks different from the, on a map than it does in 3D. Yeah. So, but yeah, I was like, dude, you got like, I don't know. I just had to have some conversations with myself on the way down, which is a really great time to do that. So it was like some, there was definitely some wins in that as far as psychologically addressing my life in a high pressure situation where you think, okay, like this could go really badly. So what are some of the conclusions you came to? I don't think it was conclusions. It was not, it wasn't like I was like, like to conclusions. I guess I just like, just like, just, you're just thinking like, Hey, like you got, like you're about to have kids. You got to do the thing like you're doing. The, it's like, it's shit like that. Like it's not like it was super profound. It's just like, Hey, fucking don't be stupid. You he know, came, he came home and he's like, all I was thinking about was you and our future babies. And I was like, I have to get home. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, it was weird, man. It was a, it was a weird. I've never been. I mean, I've been in like dangerous situations before, but never that like, like where it was like, like when close. I fell off that boulder, I was like, fuck. Yeah. And I laid there for a while, just being like, am I dead? Like, what has happened? You know, like, and I'm like thinking, like, like scanning my body with my. I'm like, did I break something? Like, it was. I fell a little ways. Well, it's lucky too. You didn't hit your head when you fell back. Yeah, and that's I, like knowing how to land because I have a pack on this huge. It's like weighs like sixty pounds, and it's like full of sleeping bags and like soft stuff, clothes, food. So I landed on that. That's why, just the way it was, the way I landed. So that was fine. Yeah, I thought my boat was going to be in pieces though, and it that, survived. It did survive. Shout out to Hoyt. So yeah. Weird time. I think the interesting too. And then I was here when you had your bachelorette party, which I felt so bad about, but I ended up being like a dog babysitter. And yeah. You watched the dogs. The girls were so happy to see you. You had never met Katie Calder. Yeah. We got to hang out with her. She stayed an extra day, which was super fun. And no, the girls were so happy you were here. It's not like you're annoying and you're like, oh, I want to be a part of it. You like literally wouldn't hang out with us. So no, I just like wandered around town for like yeah. half a day. Yeah, yeah. It was great. 
you got I was you got the best of every world because you didn't have me bothering you and you got to do whatever you wanted and <laughs> yeah well my, i had to like let my feet recover because they, yeah. they were pretty trashed i was gonna go back out and not the weather kind of turned on us there at the end last couple of days but yeah it was uh i was also just like i was drained i was like i was done physically i think the good thing for you and all of this too that we were talking about a couple nights ago is i think you're learning some of your patterns that yeah. affect you in terms of like overthinking or sabotaging mm. or putting too much pressure on yourself and i was telling you you know i i asked you i said do you want my honest opinion and feedback right now and you said yes and so i gave it to you and it's something that i've been thinking about for over a year but i really try not to micromanage you or tell you what to do because i know you need to figure it out on your own just yeah. like you do for me right it's like we can both see each other really clearly but we each need to individually figure our shit out and I was just really proud of you for acknowledging some of the th patterns that I think limit you. And you and I are both very similar in that we need to be hit by a truck in order to like actually look at something or listen. And I feel like it had to happen in hunting with you, especially elk hunting for you to take a look at some of this stuff and really mm -hmm. be honest with yourself. And I think that was honestly the best part of all of this is you learned a lot you learned a lot and you won't yeah. make those mistakes ever again yeah just like i will I'm never sure shoot will. ducks that far away <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure i will make those mistakes again well, but you know. in some certain way but yeah it was just like it had to be something i was really like, super care about and like invested a lot of time and energy and money into and yeah i did learn a lot and it's you know it's frustrating it's frustrating when you want to be good at a thing but you only get like you get like a condensed period of time like i do all the other stuff mm -hmm. to be good at the thing for one month a year. Yeah, for one month a year. And now yeah. it's like, fuck, it's over now. And I've got, and people that don't get into that kind of shit don't really understand. But it's like, you know, it's like if you were playing a sport you took very seriously, but you only get to play it one month a year. So the other stuff shit is just practice. Mm -hmm. It's weird. Yeah. And fucking it up and feeling like I like self sabotaged a bunch of times. And last year was different because it was my first year. So I was like kind of learning. I was doing a lot of stuff by myself. So I was like really learning a lot then. Of course, I'm going to learn every year. But this year, I was like, okay, I've got it figured out. And then like it was more deadfall than it was supposed to be. Or I didn't have anybody to hunt with. So I like limited how deep I could go. And I didn't check the, you know, and this, and then, you know, had a, had a, a big bull really close and couldn't fucking close the deal because of the brush was too thick and just like shit like that. Or I got above, I actually bugled back and forth with the bull, which was super cool, but I got above him on accident. And cause I thought he was coming this way and it came a different way and he, I spooked him out, you know, I didn't get a chance to even see him. Like little shit like that. It's like little things I learned, but it's like you don't only learn those things from having those experiences. Yeah. There is no way to learn that shit in theory. There's no fucking flight simulator that actually is going to be like, oh yeah, I'm taking that into the woods because I'm on this north facing slope. I could do this. He's facing this way. You know, it's like a whole thing. You just got to have the experiences and it's fucking hard on over the counter units, which means anybody can fucking buy them from anywhere in the country and they're unlimited and there's fucking people everywhere and they're assholes and they're just ripping bugles left and right. And they don't know what the fuck they're doing and they're driving around their four wheelers and just like scaring shit everywhere. Yeah. So like everything shuts the fuck up and it gets frustrating because like I fucking live here and we got these guys from God knows where out here that don't know what the fuck they're doing. You know, that make me look like I know what the fuck I'm doing, even though I don't know what the fuck I'm doing either, but I know how to not to scare elk off, you know? And it gets frustrating and then you get like down on yourself because it's like nothing's making any noise and you're just out there doing the thing. 
I don't know. And then things start to work out for a brief moment and then they stop working. It's like, the, it's such a fucking frustrating game. So I'm learning that and I've got better people around me now and there's a lot of wins, but you have a whole posse for next year. I got a whole squad. Which well, I'm I think kind of, that was yeah. the hard thing when we moved here, you know, you had a really hard time making friends because of COVID. I already mm-hmm. had friends built in. So your only guy friends were really the husbands of, of my friends. Yeah. And now you have a whole crew of people. You've met so many guys. Yeah, and I think that's going to yeah. make such a difference next year. You guys can scout and talk through all of this and help boost each other's confidence. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's going to make such a difference. Yeah. And I have like four spots now to go. Yeah. And I'll have more after scouting. So it's like, then I'm not like committed like that. I was committed to my one spot. Mm-hmm. Wasn't working out. And it was also unseasonably hot as fuck. It was a, that, that, that one day I went it out just like for 95. a day. It was like nine. It was fucking it was disgustingly hot. Yes. And then I had that, I, I was calling at that elk that was like 50 yards away and she was not making any sounds. Yeah. And I ended up walking right up on her and she bolted out of there, scared the shit out of me. I scared the shit out of her. We scared the shit out of each other. She thought it was an elk. Mm-hmm. And she was like, just laying down. And uh, all of a sudden just took off. I was like, dude, and they were just, weren't, they were just, it was so hot. Yeah. I was like, if I was an elk, I would not be in here. But then I overlooked, like, I don't think about it. Like, oh, I know a spot where they would be over here. I gotta get my ass down there. I, I like completely forgot that I had this little honey hole. It gets a shit like that. And then I get, and then I get like, it gets in my head and I like run it on the loop and I get like a lot of anxiety. This is a weird, I think I haven't that, experienced that much anxiety. Yeah. Like September was like the most, I was a, a bundle of anxiety the entire time. Mm-hmm. And I'm not usually like that. So I'm not really re- very well equipped at handling that situation. Yeah. I think what we learned that you really, you really thrive off of having other people around you to talk to. That's why you talk to me. I mean, just so you guys know, this is literally what what we do all day long is what you just heard for the last 10 minutes of me just nodding and listening because Connor has to talk it out. Yeah. And I give good feedback, but you, you have to talk it out. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have someone to talk it out to, you get a lot of anxiety. But and I know what the fuck I'm talking operate. about, right? So, like, I actually, like, I do enough research. I just haven't been able to apply it much. So, when, I, when I'm out with somebody else, I'm like, here's what I'm thinking. You know, and I get to, like, speak it out loud. And the person I'm with, even if they don't know as much as me, can, like, still just, like, listen mm-hmm. and say what they think. And, yeah, it's just easier. Yeah. And I just don't like fucking being out there by myself for more than two days. Two days is, like, I, after 48 hours of, like, after, like, two, two nights, I guess. So, three days. I'm like, Okay. I'm losing my fucking mind. Well, you're such an interesting person because I think you're more introverted than you thought before. Like you really do need space and time away because in order for your nervous system to come down and for you to like come back to equal, it feels like you need a lot of space on your own, but you also really need other people around you. And so we have a really interesting dynamic that has come together where you'll ask for space, but you really only need maybe an hour. And then you want to be with me the rest of the day. You're like, where are you going? What are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And I was like, I thought he wanted space, but you only need space in very short increments where I will go. I could go days needing space. And that's how I operate best. So I think that's been really interesting to learn from you too, is knowing that when you say you need space, it's for a very short period of time. And then you want to spend the rest of the day together. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I also just had more success with somebody else there too. And having yeah. that experience, like, and I didn't have any, like what they call success, you know, like mm-hmm. I didn't put anything on the ground, but I ran into some guys, kind of made some friends, got on a bull, didn't work out, you know, mm-hmm. was with my other buddy that I'd shoot my bow with and hang out, got on a bull, didn't work out. But it's like that, at least you're like, shit, that was fucking cool. That was totally. close. I thought that was going to happen. 
you know, and for everybody who's new, we were, me and uh, Eric's the guy we got on that one, like that we didn't even see, but it, like we thought it was, I was like, I thought that shit was going down. Mm-hmm. Like, that motherfucker wanted to fight. Like I'd never been around an elk that was like, he is, he wants to fight right now. Like he's cock strong as fuck. And he's ready to like, he's ready to come kick my ass. Cock strong. And I wanted to, I was like, I was like, I might actually get a situation where I get an elk coming in here screaming, fucking pissing all over himself, breaking trees and shit like that. I've never, I've seen that shit on YouTube. It's, it felt like one of those YouTube experiences where I'm sitting there just going, rah, and he's like, rah. And then, you know, he just like, he just like decides at a hundred yards, like, ah, I don't really want to do this. Never mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he like reads all the situation. I was like, what the, where are you going, dude? I thought we were about to throw down. I thought you were about to die. <laughs> so funny. But it's just funny. Yeah. It's like, it's, but then you get to like recount that experience where I've had stuff where like cool stuff happened by myself, but it's. You don't get to like, I don't know. It's just not don't, the same. You're not sharing it with someone. Yeah. I'm not videoing or anything. So I don't, right. it's like not, any, it's like not, it's fucking cool. Like that bull I got on last year that I, that I zigged and I should have zagged the first bull I'd ever, first elk I'd ever heard bugle in the wild, you know, mm-hmm. got him into 60 yards and, and yeah, it's like, but there was no one there to be like, there was you. I was like in reaching you and be yeah. like, oh my God, that was so cool. <laughs> but it was like, you don't have someone there being like, if I would have had someone else there, that elk would have been dead. And that's also a thing too. You're like, fuck, I'm like playing. I'm a rookie playing against or an inexperienced elk hunter, like playing against my own strengths because I don't have someone else here. Right. You know, that makes a huge difference. So it's like all that stuff's going through your head all the time, which then adds to the anxiety. And it's like, Oh man, I'm doing this wrong or that wrong or whatever. And then something works and you're like, cool. And then nothing works again. Mm-hmm. It's just so strange. Just everyone notice he can talk about this forever, but I asked him about the wedding and I get a one word answer. So welcome to my life, everybody. What, what do you expect me? You know what? <laughs> You get married one time. I know, so act like you're excited about no, it. No, I'm invested in a thing that's gonna, I'm going to be doing for a long time. Uh huh. I don't even have any role in the wedding. I just fucking have to be there. You just tell me what to do. I got to write some shit down. I got to say some nice things. I got to do some dancing, and I got to talk to people. Mm-hmm. What else am I, What other responsibilities do I have? Not even fucking me, because I'm supposed to be on my period the whole weekend, I know. which is tragic. I know. I have to, find, I have to bring my side piece Anybody in listening... <laughs> Fuck you to fucking hell, Connor Moore. Anybody listening, if you've been on your period, your wedding weekend, please send me a message. I need, I need comfort and support. <laughs> Just do it a different time. I, it doesn't work like Manifest that. Manifest it. I'm trying. I'm working on it. All right. Well, love you. Love you too. When this comes out, we'll be getting married two days later. Or oh, no, really? a week later. Sorry. Wow. We're excited for the post-wedding. Post-wedding debrief. The debrief, the pod. All right, everybody. Well, thanks for listening to me ramble (laughs) about everything besides our wedding. (laughs) Love you guys. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye.